You have time to do an interview, but you don't have time to review a 10-minute or 20-minute show. Come on, Evil Jeff. You can do better. The airwaves need you, my friend. The airwaves need you. Would you like a prompt? Maybe I'll think of a prompt. Hmm... top of the show, Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast, calling in with one of three messages. We're not playing the other two. This is your host, Evil Jeff, and we do know that he meant to say record, not review. Yes, just in case you weren't catching that for a second. Yeah, he meant to say record there. And he's right, it's been a bit of time since I've been on the mic. Uh, a lot of things have happened since I was last on, a lot of personal things, uh, and just getting into the right headspace. Um, you know, many of us could blame COVID and all sorts of stuff, and that, that's not me in this instance. Uh, it really was just more along the lines of got thrown out of the groove and just didn't have the just didn't have any motivation to get back into it the other day started thinking about some stuff and realized minion gamma and i excuse me minion delta and minion gamma and i haven't done any gaming uh we would have done some gaming this summer but you know life you know does all sorts of fun things for you we started to do some stuff and then never got to it. And I kept wondering, what was it? What was it? And started thinking about it the other day and said, okay, you know what? I must have a blocker. What is it that is stopping me? Yep. Sure enough, there was something I had not been doing, uh, trying to finish up the world. So I went and jumped on that, got it out of the way, which opened up the floodgates and allowed me to kind of continue on mentally. Now, what has that done for recording a podcast? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> nope. That blocker and you know, not gaming, anything like that, had nothing to do, nothing to do at all with gaming. We're doing a podcast. So... What caused this podcast to show up? Was it Jason? Well, no. There are some previous call-ins. The last podcast we did on this show was talking about race, just some thoughts I had. Well, not going to pick that up right now. I've got some other lines of thought that I want to go into later on. But this podcast is dedicated to one thing and one thing only a review 
Ha <laughs> yep. You know you love it when I get something and start dissecting it down. Now, let me go ahead and say this will not, I repeat, this will not be anything like the pace setter review. There was a lot of material there in pace setter, and there's a lot wrong that needed to be fixed. So, yeah, that review, the six, seven, eight of them that ended up being done, uh, that was justified. No, today, I want to bring in a review here for a Kickstarter that just, uh, had, no, I shouldn't say just completed, that just fulfilled, uh, and this is for uh, Third Kingdom, the publishing company, I should say publishing company, publishing guys of a gentleman by the name of Todd Lebeck. So let's dive into the Kickstarter that he just did recently, filling in the blanks, a guide to populating hex crawls. So Third Kingdom or Todd Lebeck uh, did this uh, filling in the blanks, a guide to populating hex crawls. Uh, he offered it as a PDF and a print on demand being fulfilled through Drive-Thru RPG. And he designed it for use with old school essentials. He was, you know, actually I should say, he is uh, very much in the BX camp. That's where he likes to do things. And a lot of the previous stuff he's done has been BX. But when Gavin Norman went through and created Old School Essentials, Todd very willingly jumped on board and is making all of his stuff designed to be used with Old School Essentials, even refer, uh, referencing several different pages in different OSC books, mainly the main rules tome, but it's, it's there so if you pick up anything by Third Kingdom or Todd Lebeck, and I should say Lebeck, L-E-B-A-C-K, if you pick up anything by him, it is designed B-X-O-S-E. So you know you can adapt it. It's, it's OSR. It really is. So what did he produce for us here? Well, it's an 85-page PDF. But let's go kind of dig into this a little bit because we know we get a whole bunch of page counts before and it's not as much information as we would imagine. Uh, just to satisfy John Allen Large, uh, just so he knows, it's not landscape. Good, good to know there. It is in portrait mode there. Um, it's an 85-page PDF. It has several pages, though, that are not content itself it has a cover the cover page itself uh, a page for credits the page for the table of contents there is an ad for OSE which I found rather intriguing in here yes he is back in behind it um, but he put right in there an ad for OSE on one of the pages all right and then at the very end, because he is referencing OSC, he puts in the two-page OSC OGL. So we take out seven pages there of non-content per se, 
you know, and, and granted, table of contents is content, but all right, get to the meat and potatoes there. It gives you 78 pages of content. Now, what's in those 78 pages? Well, when you get down and look at it, it's really a huge amount of tables. You know, this is all about populating hexes. You're trying to do a hex crawl. Well, what's in the hex? And this is his guide that he has developed over the last three to five years of creating, of populating hexes. Uh, Todd has a Patreon and he produces hexes for you to drop into any OSE area and everything. So, you know, you could look him up that way as well. So we got a lot of tables uh, and a fair amount of artwork. There's 44 pieces of artwork. Artwork is subjective. If you like it or not, you know, that's up to you. Uh, decent artwork. I had no qualms with it. Uh, got 44 pieces of artwork scattered throughout. A lot of it is just accent pieces on the page. Uh, but then you've got several... Uh, bit larger pieces there uh, five of them that take up half of a page five of them take up about a third of the page and then one that's a three-quarter page image and then one that's a two-thirds of a page image so you know it's definitely not you know overflowing with too much artwork we've got huge amount of information in here Looking at the white space, uh, rather good to know here as well that there was only two spots that we've got any empty area at the end of a section or a chapter, as you will. Only two spots for that. Uh, nice thing is that every chapter starts on its own page. He does not have information from one chapter end a third of the way on the page and then start a new chapter. He starts every chapter on a new page and with the amount of information he has, the pagination is great. So it does a good job of filling in the content there. So digging into the content a little bit here, uh, we've got 12 chapters overall. Uh, first chapter is on hex generation where he describes the process of populating a hex. Now, one of the nice things uh, here is that he lays out what you need to know right away um, and even starts off an example of how to use this product. So you're not just guessing. He, there is an example going throughout the entire book. So he's populating a hex and even goes in and tells you that you know it's up to the DM. This is not hard and fast. It's up to interpretation. Sometimes you'll do these roles and with it randomly being assigned in there and it makes no sense. But it is good to 
allow the, you know, figure out all the pieces parts and then move it around in a way that makes sense or whatever the GM decides that he wants. Now, within this, uh, and in the very beginning here for us, as I said, the uh, Hex Generation Chapter 1, he does reference three other publications by him, uh, Domain Building and Hex Crawl Basics, which are free supplements, so cool there, and then his Random Weather Generation, which is actually in part in Hex Crawl Basics, is also a piece of it in this book as well. So you don't have to have it, um, but his Random Weather Generation does go into a little bit more detail there. The information is written for hexes that are six miles across, which seems to be the great standard here. But looking at his example, he's using a five subhex width on his big hex. So each subhex is, what, 1.2 miles there. But he does tell you how to adjust for smaller and larger hex spaces, five and eight mile hexes. And, you know, if you're using 10 mile hexes, you know, make it bigger that way. So, you know, a lot of adjustment can be made by the GM without any problem. And one other thing that I wanted to point out here uh, and I'm sorry, I lost it. Oh, so you've got two tables right at the very beginning and that basically when you do your rolls, what sort of features do you have? Now, one thing about the tables throughout, most of them are, well, a number of them are D20, D10, D100, but within the information here in the page, uh, one paragraph that stood out to me. An online random number generator or dice roller is recommended for several of the mechanics described in this book. And I thought that was weird until I stopped and went back and looked. If you look at a hex that is five subhexes across from face to face, there's actually 31 little hexes within there. Now, 19 of them are full, but then you've got parts of a hex all around that. So there's actually 31 parts. So if you're going to place something within the hex, you know, the subhex itself, you need to roll a number between 1 and 31. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think most of us only have a 30-sided die. I don't think we have a 31-sided die. And, hmm. A little different there. So you'll have to do that occasionally. But I think that is one of the few places you'd have to use some sort of alternate method besides dice. Now, speaking of tables, how much information is actually in here? Ladies and gentlemen, there are 152 tables in total. Plus, there are a couple sections that there is no table. It's just several paragraphs, 
and there's a number range for that information that's within there. So, again, a lot of just randomness in here. So, yeah, you've got a whole bunch of, you know, give me, give me a couple rules here of how to use it, how to use your tool. And then here's a whole bunch of what I use to fill it in. That's what Todd has given us. So what can you roll to populate a hex and a subhex? Well, let's look at the other pieces here. When you start rolling on a D20, you can add a geologic feature, a structure, maybe it's a resource, a hazard, a sign, a dungeon, terrain, settlement, water, or magic. He's actually got two tables here. Uh, the second of the tables is actually an alternate to that where it actually adds in uh, two rolls for a no feature within a hex. So, okay, that's not a bad deal right there. Pay uh, tables here usually are on one page, but there are some of them due to the amount of information. It actually spans across two pages, uh, just two or three of those. Nothing really, really horrible about it. So I, I didn't find that really as a negative within there. Uh, the other part here, you know, throughout it, you do have the example where you're going to be shown throughout the book. So as you go through this uh, and add in a geologic or a structure or a dungeon or settlement, you know, all that is added in. Uh, two, when you roll, you actually have uh, two numbers that you're rolling. The first number you roll is to see how many layers, how many monster layers are within the big hex. And then, how many features? Because of the features, uh, certain features could be something that a monster might use. You know, when it's geologic, well, that could be a cave system. Well, then, yeah, a lot of monsters could use that. So, some commonality going through there. Uh, same thing with the structure. So, he does a good job of explaining it and letting you go through and, uh, and you can tweak it as you want. Uh, he references a couple other pieces of his material. Uh, one of the nice pieces of material that he does have is that domain building. If you don't have that or if you want to get into that higher level of play, you know, what, say sixth level and above, that's really when you start nearly fifth level and above. Uh, that's where you start gearing up towards getting enough resources to clear out and create a domain for the characters and everything. So he's got some information there, especially after you do exploration, how to make sure a hex is cleared of threats and what it costs to keep things running. Um, and, you know, any... Um, additional rules that you might have to have. Some of the information talks about the features and the age that they have to have. 
and that's scattered throughout the book. Uh, you know, whether we're talking geologic, where we're talking a structure of some variety, you know, maybe it's something magic, maybe it's a sign. It's all within there for you. So there we go. That's basically the review right there. Overall, I, I enjoy the product. I think it's a great product. It gives me a lot of good stuff to work with to begin with. Now, you might be out there going, well, you know, I can find this stuff online. There's other places. There's these websites. Okay, yeah, you may have found those websites. I haven't. Have I looked? Hmm, I don't think so. So that's on me. But still, uh, when it comes down to it, this is right here all in one nice spot. It has been tested. Todd has run two different play-by-post games. Uh, this is where I first learned of it, uh, playing in his last play-by-post game. And this is what he uses to populate them. And I can say that it is a great tool for him as a GM to create these little hooks that he has. Uh, very, very well done. I enjoyed them. And going through the book and thinking back on the game, uh, play a post game, I can see where these are at. And now know that if I was going to play with another game with him, to definitely, uh, in certain areas where we were just kind of skirting through uh, certain hexes, be like, hey guys, we need to investigate this hex over here a little bit more. Yeah, because there's lots of good stuff that can be in there. Especially when you've got monsters that are showing up, uh, you know, between one to four. Well, actually, depending upon the type of hex it is, some of them I only have as little as one. Uh, I think the most he would have, and I think it's in a mountainous area, I believe he says roll a d8. So you have up to eight different creature layers in a mountain area. That might be a little high, but you know, it gives you something to work with. But let me be picky for a minute, and this is really something that can be cleaned up already. Uh, Todd does employ a very good layout person and a good editor, and he's reviewed things. He's careful about it. But I did note just a couple little places where there were some areas where supposed to, should have had some capitalization, and there wasn't usually within a table or two. There's another area where I think there should have been a table. It's kind of hard to say at that point. Uh, chapter headers are, I would have preferred them to be a little bit bigger. That's just me. Uh, so you know that it's actually the start of a chapter when you look at that page, but also it needed to be bold. There was one time that you have a bolded chapter header and the other ones were not. Also in the table of contents or something a little different. If you're going to be really picky, uh, he is using a serif font. When you zoom out and look at the PDF, uh, it is a, it's a little bit harder to read. 
but if you put it in on just say normal paper and I zoomed the screen in uh, and had it paper size there and looked at it and it is still a fairly readable font at that point that might throw some people off but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't throw it out just because of that so yeah some little nitpicky things in here but you know compared to other products that I have I am very pleased with this now as I said this was a Kickstarter and if you are interested in this you are still good because as I said drive through RPG is fulfilling his print-on-demand stuff go look it up third kingdom games or whatever it is and you can find this product on there uh, I think it's 10 bucks I paid less uh, I think I paid the $8 tier for his Kickstarter uh, but due to all the stretch goals I think we've got three additional yeah three additional hexes that he is creating so he has not totally fulfilled the Kickstarter yet am I worried that he won't nope not one bit he will do it uh, he's good for it and as he does these particular uh, hexes that you can drop in I'm fairly certain he will put them on drive through RPG and let you go with them uh, another little piece that he has in there he has his also some alternate classes for OSE it's his take on them uh, some nice ones uh, one of them that was very interesting was one that he calls deer folk so imagine a human with deer sort of features the eyes and you know, a little bit more elongated face and they're not not sticking out but yeah the idea uh, there's another one they had that were basically people that had more of a boar look to them not orcs but you know kind of a boar look uh, another cool one that he created was a set of iron skinned people so regular humans but instead of you know being all pink and fleshy they have more or less iron for skin not a they're not a golem per se uh, very interesting uh, way of doing things so uh, just kind of throwing a plug out there for him if you haven't picked this up do it I, I really recommend it there and there's your review look it only took me one podcast to get that review in not eight <laughs> podcasts in total but that's not hard to do when you've got a good product that is on time. I guess that's the big difference there. Thanks for listening in. Appreciate it. Sorry for the delay. I know some of you kind of wonder where we're at, but the podcast business as it is has been kind of weird this whole year. But 
I promise you uh, we'll get back into it. I've got another product that I want to review. Looking at probably seven to ten days before I can actually really sit down, go through the product, and write out my notes. So it'll be a little bit before the, the next podcast comes out. I might throw one in there about some other stuff, but we'll see. So Jason, you'll just you just have to be content with this one. Just go back through the back catalog. If you really need to hear me, just go back through the back catalog. You know, if, if my voice is soothing enough for you. Uh, I just love picking on him. <laughs> Thanks for joining me. We'll catch you later.